Hey everyone, welcome to Saturday Night Popcorn. This is Jason. And this is Kai, and we have another great discussion for you today. Uh, the movie of the day is Django. Not to be confused with Django Unchained from 2012. This is Django, the original from 1966. So just give want to give everyone a spoiler warning, because not that many people have seen this, most likely, even though it's a very old movie. Most likely, no one has ever seen this, or even knew Django Unchained had a movie before it called Django. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Django, <laughs> Django, I'm going to, I'm going to mess that up probably throughout the whole thing. Django <laughs> came out tonight, came out in 1966 and it was directed by Sergio Corbucci, Corbucci. Corbucci. And, uh, and it's a spaghetti Western. I, I was telling Kai, I wanted to kind of give this little tidbit uh, before we kind of like go into the movie, but there's a whole genre of, there's the the genre of western, but then there's a subgenre of of spaghetti westerns, and primarily that means it was the the westerns produced in Europe, and mainly uh, like performed or directed and produced by uh, in a, in Italy, and so that it's like this whole like genre from Europe that they kind of like made these westerns on European soils or just from European people and stuff and so it's pretty interesting to to see the dynamic of like making a western that's based in America but from uh from uh yeah. Europe yeah. yeah or Italy yeah so so yeah <laughs> it's a little first, tidbit the first time I heard about a spaghetti western was because of uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh yeah yeah, because they talk about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character going to Italy to start making movies because his U.S. career was kind of dwindling. And so he went to Italy to start making spaghetti westerns. And that's how he met his his wife. Oh, man. I, yeah, see, it's like and I think that like in terms of like the Western genre as well, it's like a lot of people started off doing the Westerns, the spaghetti Westerns in Italy and then kind of came over and did the American Westerns that we see us with uh, with Clint Eastwood, most of all and stuff. And yeah. and Clint Eastwood, I think, put Westerns on the map for America, I think. But um, I think he did. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It's like you see like Clint Eastwood. I think one time we went down a rabbit hole of like looking at Clint Eastwood's like kind of filmography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he has a lot of great Westerns and stuff. And, and, and that's how he started his movie career, I think. So uh, it's pretty interesting. The classics. Now. We'll give them yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're talking about Django in this one. And uh, and uh, it's a pretty interesting one. Uh, it's from 1966. I think I, I wanted to start it off also with like the the quality of the film. I, I and, and, and I think it's, a, it's because of that digital kind of like it was like like done digitally afterwards and stuff, because I'm assuming mm. this thing was filmed on actual film and for us yeah. to be able to watch it through streaming services. I watched it on Peacock, the streaming service and stuff, but I noticed a lot of like, um, like the frame will turn green and you'll see like, it'll kind of like cut the frame and it'll be like a green kind of overlay. And you can tell like the colors kind of coming in or you see like the shadows. It was almost like watching TV on your like mm -hmm. old TV set that like, you know, like push the knob in or something or push the knob out and then, kind of turn it those old style tvs oh yeah yeah <laughs> to get the right <laughs> to get the right balance of colors 
Yeah, and then like the bunny ears on it and everything just got the like no one moves when it's like fine. If it, if someone moves, then we all have to kind of freak out for a little bit. <laughs> just reconfigure the whole thing. Like, yeah, ah. and he had like three channels. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Channel three. Way. Channel three was always for like if you like hooked up like a game system. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, it was weird. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> like when we used to play our PlayStation ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty funny. But I don't know. Did you have that same experience? How how were you no. watching? It? No, mine Weird. was fine. That's why I was surprised when you brought that up. Like mine was nice and consistent. And that's weird. I wonder if Peacock just has like a shitty uh version of it. Bad copy. Hey. Yeah, I was like thinking, I was like, well, it's from like 1966, but but yeah, we we're just talking about that like We've seen movies that are older and they're they don't have any issue, but yeah, I wonder Peacock just kind of like, yeah, we're showing it to for you for free and everything, so you'll you'll get the <laughs> one that we got. <laughs> you get what you get. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're not gonna go out the way and give the best thing ever. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of sucks. Uh, but hey, it was just a little minor hiccups and stuff. But also, uh, during I don't know if it was the version I'm watching, uh, but mm. I noticed that there was actual like fade outs to black and it, you can tell it was a cut to like uh like you're watching on tv like to commercial or something and oh. then when you came back when the movie came back and there was no commercials on the peacock stream yeah. but at the top left corner it would say tv 14 what oh, yeah so, so must have they must have give, given you like a peacock version of it like so if you didn't pay for the full version of peacock you would get commercials maybe well i did watch TV it for free through that i don't know yeah, yeah. i was thinking like copy too. yeah like what was it something that's that's how they showed it on tv um if they had the tv 14 then most likely yeah that's what i was thinking i was like this this is an interesting watch <laughs> <laughs> just get distracted by that on the top of the screen right like, <laughs> but uh but yeah well you can kind of we can kind of get into it like uh what'd you what'd you think about the movie and what'd you like mess most I enjoyed it. Like I have some notes outside of what I liked. Like brother Jonathan was a piece of shit. Oh, the the one guy the that carries the the Bible and stuff. The first yeah. guy that they showed basically, right? Yeah, he was a piece yeah. of shit. Like I'm glad he shit. died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, first got his ear cut off and then died. <laughs> yeah. But I think didn't they cut someone's ear off in um, Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, they did. I remember the, okay. the that was like what that gruesome scene where like they cut his ear off and he like talked into it and he's like, "Hey, do you still hear me?" <laughs> <laughs> like some of the things that happened in this movie reminded me of other Tarantino movies. Like there was a there was that like the ear cutting off. There was the shot where they subframed the doorway and someone's running. No, 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 not the doorway. They uh the the gang that was wearing red. They had like a couple of guys, a couple of Mexican guys, and they had him run. And one of the guys was running up the mountain. Yeah. And the main guy waited. The general waited for a second, then shot him. And that reminded me of uh, the opening scene of Inglorious Bastards when that girl runs out of the house. The Jewish girl runs out the house. Interesting. Yeah. I I wonder. I that's that's sort of the reason why we watched this movie to see with with Quentin Tarantino making. And directing Django Unchained, like what little tidbits did he take from this movie? And definitely took and that I, song. 
that that yeah well that was like that was de that's definitely one of the best things for for me the best takeaways for that for this film Django is that song mm -hmm. I think song that kind of adds it it's almost like yeah it's it's amazing it adds to the the luster and and like the the the, the character of Django mm -hmm. and even though the the story is is that he's trying to bury Django uh yeah. And so he's trying to just get away from the the whole notoriety because people know him because of his name. Um, but but yeah, it's like it's it, I we watched this to see as to like what he kind of took from this original movie mm -hmm. into Django Unchained, and, uh, and it's pretty interesting to know that like how like those little like kind of ways of like how he took some of those shots and integrated into not even Django Unchained but some of his yeah, other movies just a too. Different movie, mm -hmm. yeah interesting did you and let me ask you this i don't know if you're done with like how, how you liked it but uh this kind of came to mind when when he's when he's dragging so he he drags around this coffin mm -hmm. and so at first the barkeep was like are you like a coffin maker yeah like oh, so to speak and everything <laughs> so but but it's like he's carrying around this like machine big old gun. kind of machine gun inside of it uh, but did you take that as like a like it? Uh, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Desperado with. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's always carrying he around guitar case. The, the good, yeah. So I was like, man, I wonder I if that's like another that. reference too. Like it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. It's like, but it's because Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino seem like they, they they're good friends and they work together a lot. So yeah, and they yeah, always watch like movies. Yeah, the same the same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> Tarantino's in no, he's not in Desperado. He's in uh, Dawn. Uh, the one with the vampires, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not Dawn the Dead. Dust to Dust to Dawn. Till dawn right yes. There we go. Yes. Yeah. He's a piece but, of shit in that. Yeah, he, he, it's funny when he like decides to act in things and stuff, and he like yeah. he, he has like a whole. <laughs> and it's funny when he puts himself like it's all odd to like have directors like put themselves into their own movies too. But they all do it. <laughs> <laughs> they do Tom yeah phillips yeah like I, you still haven't seen due date which i'm still angry about but Tom <laughs> phillips is in that and he has like an afro yeah yeah he's sleeping with like this drug dealer who's played by um heck is that lady's name she's in not she's not in true romance she's in natural born killers oh okay this is like we're playing six degrees of freaking Tarantino right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but man, but 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 Django. Juliet Lewis. Huh? Juliet Lewis. Julia Lewis. Julie. Oh, Juliet. Juliet Lewis. Yeah. <clears throat> but but yeah, but Django. Uh I really like yeah I think so I it was it was fun to kind of see him kind of like like be that like quintessential like brooding tough guy and everything mm -hmm. um because like he's like I'm I'm Django and that that's me <laughs> and stuff and 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 be the the quick draw too and I think that that yeah. was another highlight that's like it was almost like his superpower where he was very good at like shooting off his his like his revolver and stuff so it, it was it was fun to see that and then like to the soundtrack to to one of my best points is is uh that that theme song 
it starts off with that theme song and it just it ends with it but then you see you hear like little little like tidbits of it as like oh you're like you have to like pay attention to what he's going to do because like mm. i think a little bit comes up when he's like fighting that dude in the bar and um after like they steal all the money and oh, everything the, uh, so the the, the guy general. that gets all no but like the the dude that tries to hit on the the the, the girl oh, yes yeah. so so like they like you hear like little tidbits of it while like during that those scenes and um and so you you kind of like you're almost kind of like conditioned to be like oh like this is like <gasps> a part for like down. chingo and stuff yeah mm-hmm. so yeah so, that's that was my didn't bit. didn't the general die the no. the mexican general no i know the mexican general died but the the mask the red the clan the mask clan the the main dude from the clan yeah didn't they have they had like a whole gunfight in the beginning and he was shot and I thought he died, but then he came back in the end and killed the Mexican general. Well, I think they I think he shot the the horse uh in the in the uh, beginning when uh, like he when they all came. I think he that yeah, 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 that was like a weird thing where like you I think he shot Everybody the horse. Yeah. Yeah, and then he ran off and stuff. And okay, that uh, makes more but sense. it wasn't him. Yeah, that's I yeah, I can see how that can be that like that's sort of what goes down to like my like sort of dislike of it. like other mm. than Django like the guy that plays which is Franco Nero uh the main yeah. character of Django some of the acting is not very good <laughs> in terms of like how they died and everything like <laughs> like I don't know or like the like going back to the scene where like they beat up the dude like he beats up the dude in the bar like I don't mm-hmm. know or he just falls over like is he dead or what like <laughs> <laughs> like I know people died like randomly back then but <laughs> But not like that. Yeah, just out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I'm still wondering how. So Django got beat down. Like they destroyed Django's hands. Oh yeah. And then he was okay to start murdering people with his gun again. Like he just took off the little uh, cover for the trigger, the trigger cover, and he was back to killing people. Well, he just like leaned it up against that. Uh... That, uh, head uh, headstone and everything, <laughs> and he didn't push... get shot behind yeah. a headstone. Like, come on! <laughs> I know come one on. of those bullets. I was like, one of those bullets could have gone through the headstone. Had to graze him. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Django. But but th- those are the concessions that you need to to go with. And also back then it was 1966, so I think I think that was sort of like what probably came with these like these spaghetti westerns. Is like, oh, you have like a sort of a cobbled together story mm-hmm. that just has like this main kind of dude or person. And then they just like shoot a bunch of people. And it's like, all right, well, that's the story. <laughs> that's what you came for. And everything. This works. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to make us a lot of money. Yeah, like a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to I, I try to look looking up real quick before this is like how much the budget was to film this thing. I can't find mm-hmm. an actual number, but um, uh, I just wonder like, uh, like how much of a budget did they have and stuff? And they did Probably have a lot much. of people. Yeah. They had a bunch of, but yeah. it was, they were overseas. So they didn't really have to pay them much. True. Probably. And then they, they just found like a place that like had all the places they can, they can film their scenes. And it was probably like one area and they just built a little town kind of like, in in that area and stuff and filmed around and uh but I, I i just wonder like how much money did they have like 
to do all this stuff. And and I don't know if you noticed with the machine gun, like mm-hmm. both sides of the the bullets, like the 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 band of bullets that went in into the the gun, both mm-hmm. sides had like brand new bullets. Like they like the yeah. thing never moved. And never moved. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that made no sense. But yeah, but uh, it, it was it, it was an I don't know. Yeah, I I kind of went into the the things I disliked about the movie, but uh, I kind of like took it over with that. But what would you uh would you find that I disliked? And I think or... everything we just mentioned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like overall, I enjoyed it. Like it was it was fun. Like it wasn't something like it wasn't Persona. Like it wasn't like a very artful movie. Nah. But it was fun. Like like we said, action packed. It was a cut and dry story. Like things just happened very quickly, fast paced. Um, I put down like the town was reminiscent of Django Unchained. Uh, yeah, I only dislikes were what we had talked about, like the the minor things of the things they couldn't really do in 1966 that they probably would have fixed if they would have uh, shot it now yeah or if they wanted to go for a different movie and i think it, it, it is a point to like like these probably are the movies that they wanted to make and stuff and it's like it was very to the point and everything and it, it was just to showcase their main character django uh and and bring it make it fun for everyone that's watching it and stuff and mm-hmm. people know what they watch it, it's like the you talked about like the the first time he heard about spaghetti westerns was from once upon a time in mexico yeah. uh my first job when i was a kid uh we had a security guard and the security guard loved he just said like i asked him one time i was like you know as you like you're working you kind of get to know people i was working at a star at a store and you start to get to know the the people around you the other storekeepers and and then the security guard so I asked the security guard after knowing him for a while, and I was like, what do you do like outside of work and stuff? And he's like, oh, he's like, I love spaghetti westerns. And mm. I was like, interesting. He's like, oh, I just go home, watch some spaghetti westerns and stuff, and I go to sleep. And 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 he loved them. And mm. uh, and that was the first time like I've ever heard of like, I was like, I was like, what is a spaghetti western? And he was like, yeah, you know those <laughs> westerns that you see now? Those things suck. <laughs> and he loved, he loved spaghetti westerns. <laughs> <laughs> but i get i get what he meant it's it's if you want to kind of put something on uh on the tv and and just sit back relax and have a beer and stuff and or whatever he, he yeah. this is probably a good one yeah yeah for sure it is yeah because there's one you don't have to you're not going to miss anything if you look away for a second no no yeah and you're not like, going to really miss anything if you don't even like pay attention to the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just one of those ones that it's just, yeah, fun, a quick, like it was one hour 30 exactly almost. Yeah. Right. I honestly, I, and it's funny, maybe it's probably another negative. I thought it was kind of long. Uh, there was a really? point at the end where I was like, man, this is kind of going long for a long time. And I thought it was an hour and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There was a point in my head where I was like, I was like, it should like an hour and 30 minutes should have gone by by now. And, and I don't know if it was just like towards the end, you're like, all right, well, like the guy, he lost all the gold and whatever. Like, who cares? <laughs> what yeah, are you going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, I was more sad. I was like, in terms of like the 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 worst thing in the whole story, I was sad that the barkeep had to die. Like, come on, <laughs> he was the one that was chill the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> Still got murdered. I remember the time. I don't know. I I thought it was like super funny when like uh when Django is outside when he's like when he told the 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 general to bring his forty or so men back and like I'll oh, we'll, we'll deal log? with it. He's behind the log. And then the barkeep's out there and he's like, hey, man, like, how about you just like go away and like we don't die. <laughs> and then Django's like, oh, well, this is the only way I can do it. And the barkeep turns around. And he's like, all right, I guess I'm going to die. <laughs> he <just> walks away. <laughs> the most random thing was the freaking uh, the prostitutes fighting each other in the oh, right. <laughs> like, What are you doing? Yeah, it's like they all just told each other. All right, wait, let's just punch one. Punch one, and then the other one starts punching and stuff, and then the other one runs like I don't know, like a hundred feet in like heels through the mud. I was surprised that I don't know how many takes that took for them not to fall on their face in the mud during that whole shot. (laughs) Can only imagine it was such a mess, right? But but it was fun. I I think the I think the main character. I uh, it's funny. I think you told me that. The the main character, uh, or the actor Franco Nero, Franco, yeah, uh, shows up in Django Unchained, right? Yeah, he's in the uh, in Candyland at the bar. Is that, what, is that what that's called? The the bar, the Candyland. Candyland is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's house. Oh, I have to watch that the movie uh, when again. they had the Mandingo fight. Yes, yes, <clears throat> yeah. That's like that's like nice little tidbit that like. Quentin Tarantino probably he probably was like I have to get this guy yeah have him show up Franco Nero yeah right (laughs) get him out of retirement and have him in my movie (laughs) the guy's still alive actually I was like I was looking him up after uh after the movie ended I was like man this I'm surprised uh he is 81 years old right now goodness yeah so alive and kicking he's from Italy too um but yeah, it was like I, I think that's like a kind of like a nice, nice little thing to have in uh, as Tarantino if he's like doing like sort of like would you wh- how would you how would you consider or how would you categorize uh, Django Unchained? Is it just like a retelling of the story, or it's it, it's technically its own story? But yeah. like, is it like a sequel? Se- it's not a sequel. Like, it's not a sequel. <clears throat> it's. I think it's a retelling because in Django Unchained, Django's a slave. He's black. He's in a well. Yeah, he's in America. I guess he's an American of both. No, he's in Mexico in in Django. Well, it goes back and forth. Then and they're like at the border, and so like sometimes they're in Mexico. That was like another hard thing to like distinguish. Was like no, where are they right where? now? Are they in Mexico yeah. or are they in America? Um, but. But yeah. But I think it was more of a, a retelling. Yeah, right. Like he because then they had the clan. Like they have a clan in this one, the mass clan. And I guess they had the mass clan, but the mass clan in Django and Chain became the KKK or the Ku Klux Klan. Well, um, technically, Peacock, uh the description of Django show mm-hmm. said the KKK. That that the because oh, really? I, I was like I was like it's weird like why are they using red red hoods in yeah. mass I was like is that like 
like I wonder if they're like we don't want to kind of like actually show them as the clan and everything, but to kind of have it where but so I I kind of also take it take it like what comes to mind also is uh is the Watchmen the TV show uh, uh from mm-hmm. HBO uh, from HBO yeah. where like they have the clan in it but. Uh, no, they're actually they don't they have like white hoods too. No, I'm they have yeah, they have the white mask, yeah. but they have the um the ink blot. Yeah, so so I, that's why I was like I was like, it's kind of like I guess it's like a good way like to not like proliferate the clan yeah. symbol, but also but like to, Still to show just have them. It. It's almost like having Russians in your in your uh, in your movie and everything like people can always like oh that's the russians and stuff like mm. <laughs> even though you're trying to hide it if you try to hide it and stuff yeah uh but yeah um but yeah that's that was that was them and the supposedly that was a description from peacock okay yeah because this is the one from letterbox it says the merciless mass clan mm, interesting see man i guess uh, they gotta have like consistency across the board <laughs> yeah <laughs> let us know who they are <laughs> who is Django fighting <laughs> But I think it's a good way to like I I like how Tarantino does that. It's uh other people do it, but I think Tarantino's mm-hmm. very good at like taking these like old uh or like obscure stories that like yeah, and he loved. Yeah, and making it his own and stuff and 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 all that. But I I think he he does it well in his what 12 movies that he's done. <laughs> uh yeah. I think he's only done like technically 9 and then now he's finished with the script of 10. So they're supposed to start shooting soon. Oh, is it? Is he supposed to be doing ten? I for some reason I had I had yeah. thirteen in my mind. I think he had he has other ones that he like wrote, but he didn't direct them. Like mm, Natural okay. Born Killers, uh, True Romance. But he's trying stuff. to end at ten directing, 10 right? That are his, yeah, yeah. Okay, Written and yeah, that was a big thing. Like I heard, I read recently that he finished writing the script for his last yeah. one. So that's kind of nice. I will be there on opening day. And I think so. I think we, I think anybody has to, or everybody has to, but, um, but yeah, uh, would you, would you buy this movie for your personal movie collection in the, 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 the little, the corner of your collection called for Westerns? (laughs) (laughs) I, I liked it. Okay. I think I would actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would buy it if I bought Django Unchained. Like, oh, like, like if I'm out day. buying, yeah, Django Unchained, mm-hmm. just buy Django because it's like, all right, this is where Quentin Tarantino got the idea. Yeah. And, and kind of like made, made it his own. And I think that's like, for me, that's like the only way I would kind of present both of them in a collection. Mm. I guess you yeah, kind of have to. Sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, but what what'd you end up rating it? Uh, two and a half, three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I gave it two. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it was because the acting. I was like, this acting is not <laughs> like it's not doing it for me. But uh, and then the 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 clarity of like where they were in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was like I was like, where is this like general guy? Like, is he in Mexico? And that's why like they don't want to go back to Mexico. So I wasn't clear with all that stuff. So I gave it a two more so probably because like if you look at the the spectrum of like Westerns, mm-hmm. I think you can find much better Westerns. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, and, but then also in the whole <laughs> spectrum of mo- uh, movies and stuff. But uh, but it's enjoyable. I think no matter what, I, I I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was for sure fun. Uh. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know why I tried to pause it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I I think I think also like telling someone to watch this movie. I think you have to like know this individual like likes westerns. They're shooting little pop guns at each other and stuff, and and all this. Uh, I think it's uh, no bad words. <laughs> yeah, I think if, it, if it's someone that's seen Django Unchained and enjoyed Django Unchained, you ask them like, "Have you ever seen where this idea, where this, where Django originated from?" And you tell them about this. That's yeah, I think so. Some movies, it's not going to be like a, a casual movie watcher that's going to be like, "Oh yeah, let me watch Django from 1966." <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think pe- people like that or just anybody like wanting to like watch more modern movies, uh, like they're probably not going to go out of their way to. to... Yeah. But yeah, if you want to know where like Tarantino got his ideas and some probably some other movies took their took their references from too, it's yeah. like like a lot of these. These older movies are being referenced everywhere. Or we're also retelling oh, yeah. them. A lot of directors don't really uh, have new ideas. Do, yeah, a lot of writers <laughs> don't have their own ideas <laughs> nowadays. Um, it's from the 60s. We're good. Yeah, yeah. It's long no enough. One knows it's like, no one knows. The 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so long ago. No one knows. <laughs> but but yeah, I think it's like it, just to, to, to like Tell someone to watch this movie. It's like it's just just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Just put it on and stuff. And just if you want to have like a whole western, we did this because we wanted to have like a whole western kind of like like theme to some of our podcasts and stuff. And the next one we we are watching is is uh, it's a it's a long title. Uh, it's yeah. the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I think that that's sort sort of where where I, my my thought process with the the rating was it's like i think i don't know I, I kind of it's hard to like like fault people on cinematography when when you don't know how much money they had and stuff and like they're they're kind of making do with what they got and yeah. stuff but especially back then too like the technology true. wasn't there yeah so but well what was the movie that we uh 310 to Yuma like that's from 56 so 10 yeah. years before and had some pretty decent cinematography um so that's that's sort of like my my thought process for that but i'm assuming also in the criterion collection that's true yeah so I, yeah maybe. this one is not <laughs> i don't so, know you never know you can, man <laughs> you can tell the difference in quality right there <laughs> and the, that's the a great whole, movie like, yeah great movie but yeah it's not wasn't acclaimed enough to be put into the, the criterion collection yeah but so I, i'm assuming down the road like the, the assassination the next movie that we're gonna be watching i'm assuming it's gonna be like more s- cinematography to it and everything granted it's like a newer movie so like yeah you have more things you can kind of go about and probably had Digital an exorbitant amount of like 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 multiples of the budget that, <laughs> that oh, Django sure. had probably too uh, multiple cameras too like, yeah so yeah that's true but um but yeah any uh any last words about uh django check it out yeah i think so i think check it out and stuff and and know that 
Franco Nero is still uh, in movies today, too. Yeah, alive and kicking. Yeah. So, all right, Kai, uh, you want to take us out? Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of Saturday Night Popcorn. I'm Kai. And I'm Jason, and we'll be back next week for another one.